everyone. Thanks for joining. This is Seeking Sustainability Live. And today I am talking with Anastasia Kozlova and Hiro, Hiroyuki Ichikawa, who are at Hapo Inn in Tokyo. Thank you so much for joining today. Thank you so much for inviting us. Yoroshiku onegaishimasu, Hiroyuki-san. Yoroshiku Okay, so let's start with you, Anastasia. Can you tell me a little bit about how you ended up working at Hapuin? Oh, it's uh, thank you for asking. It's a very interesting story to me personally, at least. Um, so I actually saw, uh, I came to this job fair and uh, I saw this very beautiful uh, exhibition booth. Uh, that was filled with just breathtaking photos of a traditional Japanese garden and beautiful models in traditional Japanese uh, wedding kimonos. And I was just so surprised that there is such an amazing place. And I just decided to approach uh, that uh, company and see what it's all about. And that's how I found out about the existence of Hapoen. And uh, I went through several jobs interview and fortunately for me, I was accepted as the worker and have been working here for the past uh, three and a half years. So have been enjoying our garden every single day. That's wonderful. And it seems like you have a, a really nice a group of international staff there. And I've noticed on your YouTube page, uh, you made some introductions on different videos and different languages. So originally you're from Russia, is that right? Yes, I'm from Russia and uh, we do have uh, staff from uh, many other countries. So right now my colleague uh, who unfortunately couldn't join us today is from Nepal. And uh, also my one of my uh, other managers uh, is American. We also have in our concierge team that meets the guests uh, a girl from uh, China and uh, we have a girl from Italy. And until recently, there was also a girl from uh, Hungary. And currently in our wedding section, there is even a um, girl from Ghana working. So it's just became a very <laughs> international kind of team. Yeah. Really international. And we're going to talk a little bit later how some of the our original products, for example, the portable tea house called uh, Mu, Mu Joan, uh, could be exported to events abroad even. So it's a very international focus of the staff there in Tokyo, but also a wider view of maybe future events abroad. I would love to start talking about the gardens because I think the gardens are a real central theme of Hapoen, such a beautiful traditional Japanese gardens right in central Tokyo. Uh, I think Ichikawa-san maybe knows a lot about the gardens. Can you tell us a little bit about the history of the gardens, what kind of trees and the layout of the gardens a little bit? はい。えっと、
からあるお庭になっていますで日本の時代でいうと江戸時代の初期に、えー、作られたお庭でしてもともとは、えー、と徳川家康という大名が、えー、とおりましてそこの、えー、仕えていた大久保彦左衛門という大名のお屋敷でしたでその、えー、とお屋敷だった時代からこの、まあ、今日本でいう令和に至るまでこの地形がずっと維持されてきたお庭でもありましてあの池を中心にしながらこうぐるっとお庭が回遊式で見て回っていただくことができるんですがその景観が江戸時代からずっと残っているっていうのがこの東京のど真ん中にあってすごく貴重な場所というふうに言われています。であのこの土地は大地というふうに言われていてこうすり鉢状になっているお庭なんですね。なので日本庭園って見るとこう平らな土地に池があったり松があったりっていうところなんですが八方園のお庭はこうすり鉢状になっていて。上から見下ろすお庭と下から見上げるお庭本当に四方八方どこを見てもお庭の景観が美しいっていうところから八方園という名前の由来になっていますなのであのぜひお越しいただいた際にはいろんなお庭の景観を見ていただけるとあの江戸時代からの景色ってこういう景観だったんだなっていうのをすごく日本文化を感じていただけるようなお庭になっていますアナステイジア、Do you have that? You gonna try、yes. in English? Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. Fortunately, the information is not new to me personally, so I will do my best.、Uh, so, about the garden history,、uh, the garden was built around 400 years ago、uh, during Edo period.、Uh, back then, during Edo period, there was、uh, the rule of、uh, Tokugawa Ieyasu. And the garden itself originally was built by his、uh, right hand man,、uh, known as Okubo Hikozaemon. And、uh, the very first,、uh, so to say, origin of the garden、uh, was a private residence of、uh, the said person, Okubo Hikozaemon. So it was just his private residence with his private garden. Uh, but uh, right until、uh, our modern days, for the past 400 years, the garden has been preserved、uh, as it is.、Um, it has been, of course, passed down to、uh, many other owners throughout history,、um, usually very, very famous, very important、uh, politicians. Uh, but uh, they all had one rule to preserve the garden, the garden as it is in its original shape as much as possible. Uh, the garden,、uh, being the traditional Japanese、uh, circle style garden,、uh, is、uh, built around a pond as a centerpiece. So the pond itself is located、uh, in the middle of the garden as its heart, and it, has, it is located、um, on just a flat surface. But the garden itself, it being a circle, which means that、uh, wherever you start,、uh, you will end up just making a full circle、uh, once you go through the whole garden. But、uh, it is located、uh, on a hill that goes down the slope that leads to the pond,、uh, which makes it a very unique,、uh, first of all, landscape. And also, it creates、um, Uh, this special effect that、uh, no matter at which point of the garden you are, you can enjoy a different type of view and a different type of scenery. And that's how the name Hapuen came to be. So, Hapuen、uh, from Japanese translates as、uh, garden beautiful from all sides of the world. 
from all angles. And uh, the garden actually lives up to its name because no matter where you look from, uh, it is totally beautiful throughout any season all year round. And uh, by the locals and by the Tokyo government, this uh, garden is currently uh, considered an important historical location, uh, a very valuable place. And uh, of course, we would like to introduce it to people as much as possible and to invite everyone to come and enjoy this beautiful historical garden whenever a chance arises. That's wonderful. And I'm showing all the beautiful photos from the Facebook page, um, from your social media, from your website. Um, there's so many, like you said, there's so many different angles to enjoy different views and different seasons. I noticed that there's some wild food growing there. <laughs> so in the bamboo grove, you can eat the bamboo shoots. Uh, do they utilize the bamboo in the cuisine that's served at events at the hall? Um, so we do use uh, traditional Japanese ingredients, in, including bamboo shoots but not the bamboo shoes uh, that are harvested in our garden. Uh, our garden is uh, mostly for enjoying the beauty. Uh, funnily enough, one of the very common questions our guests ask is, uh, do we eat the koi carp that live in our pond? We do not. <laughs> Even though there are quite a lot of them, uh, we have about 240 koi carp uh, living there, but uh, they're our friends and pets and they're there just to create the to enjoy the beauty of their colors that's, that's really use usual in japan we don't usually eat the koi right the carp is not really a part of japanese cuisine um and they live for a very long time don't they live for about a hundred years or so Yes, they do. And actually, our koi in our pond, uh, we had uh, five new uh, baby koi carp added to the pond last year. Uh, and so it means that they're about one year old. But the oldest ones in our pond are already over 60 years old. They're such a beautiful feature of any Japanese garden. Um, definitely a very popular thing for people of all ages to go and feed the koi, feed the carp, and see the beautiful colors. Uh, very popular with photography. As the gardens are used and the facilities are used for weddings, I'm so pleased to see so many beautiful photos of wedding couples in the gardens that must be one of the big points of appeal to have your wedding at Hapuen, to have your photos in the gardens, right? Yes, uh, actually not many places, even uh, other wedding venues, if they have a Japanese garden, um, not many of them can actually offer uh, such, um, a, you know, interesting experience of actually uh, being actively inside the garden for the wedding photo shoots, you know, and um, communicating with uh, all the nature, because as you can see from our photos, uh, the couples can take uh, some uh, memorable photos pretty much at any point of the garden. Nothing is off limits. So the garden is actually a part of the wedding venue in that sense.
Julie, I'm sorry, I think you're mute for some reason. Sorry, sorry, thank you. <laughs> um, Allison from Facebook has said, wow, I can't believe that I never heard of this gorgeous place. It looks amazing. She's been in Japan for 26 years and she's never been, even though she's been to Tokyo. And I think probably a lot of people who visited Tokyo are thinking the same thing. How can this beautiful place exist in central Tokyo and you've never been before? Um, do you get that from a lot of visitors who can't believe such a gorgeous All garden is right in the city? All the time, to be honest. Uh, this is uh, one of the main goals that we have set for us uh, as a venue and uh, as a place for last year and for this year as well. Uh, we would like to raise uh, more awareness about us just being here and existing. Uh, because so many people who have been living in Tokyo for many, many years and in Japan, uh, of course, they say that we've never heard of you. Because to be honest, the location that where we are is very convenient, uh, both for uh, commuting to other, you know, touristic spots. And we're close to Odaiba, we're close to um, Haneda Airport. But mostly the people who know about our existence are the people who live in the Shirokanedai neighborhood. Oh, interesting. Um, I see that you sometimes have some animal visitors. Uh, this beautiful, is it a gray heron uh, yes. in the next to the pond? It's just beautiful. Thank you. Yeah, it uh, comes every year, actually. So uh, usually around summer. So we have uh, herons that come, uh, also cranes, and uh, we have some animals who uh, full-time live uh, inside our garden. We have, uh, apart from koi carp, uh, we also have crayfish and turtles. Uh, and uh, in spring, uh, we have all sorts of like smaller garden birth birds, starting from like nightingales, just coming over to enjoy the sakura and uh, other blossoms. Wonderful. And it looks like you use the gardens, of course, for different seasonal events. Um, so I'm showing here you have bonsai plants. Maybe that was an event along the walkways. We have some fans of bonsai on this show. We often have, uh, I think it's Happy Gora on HAPS, often talks about his love of bonsai. And you have this couple in the bamboo forest taking pictures for their wedding. I think this was during Tanabata in July. Yes, yes, I think so. So is the garden used for a lot of different seasonal activities and events? Is that right? Yes, absolutely. So we actually... Um, as for seasonal events, uh, Hapuen uh, has at least... Uh, three throughout the year that we organize uh, and even managed to keep them uh, last year, uh, of course, in a limited format, but still. Uh, first, there is a spring festival uh, that is, of course, related to the cherry blossoms in Japan. And we actually have over 70 cherry blossom trees of different types in our garden. And the beauty of it is that we have various types so as you know, uh, sakura also, depending on the type, blooms, uh, like there are different periods uh, starting from late uh, winter when it blossoms. And uh, so we have about a month of cherry blossoms 
in total through various periods. And uh, there is this Sakura Spring Festival where we, well, usually at least before the COVID, uh, and even now we encourage the guests uh, to come and enjoy the cherry blossoms we create. Uh, of course, the garden uh, is offered for public visitors and we also create uh, special food menus for our restaurants. And for example, last uh, this year, uh, because there was already the COVID pandemic happening, uh, we kind of uh, decided to change the format of the event and we moved it inside one of our banquet halls. Uh, so we still offered a living uh, sakura tree display and we offered uh, bento lunch boxes that the guests could enjoy while still watching the sakura trees um, and keep at the same time keeping social distance and being safe. We also have the second. Lovely. Yeah. Yeah. This this month, of course, everybody's talking about uh, today actually is a national holiday for yeah. autumnal equinox. Right. And yeah. everybody's talking about the moon. And I was so happy to see your autumn moon picture from the garden. It's just beautiful. Has the moon been very clear? Uh, yes, from uh, Hapoen, because we have uh, this uh, big um, uh, area that is located on a like, flat space inside the garden. It makes it for a very nice spot for taking such photos uh, of, uh, you know, there right now there is this uh, super moon. And before, earlier this year, I think there was also strawberry moon, I believe. Oh, lovely. So, and yeah. uh, everybody in Japan on social media is now talking about eating mochi and watching <laughs> the rabbit in the moon pounding mochi. That's a traditional Japanese activity this time of year. You also have some gorgeous autumn colors. Is the, the leaves changing around the, the pond now? Uh, no, right now it is still early for Hapuen. Uh, the autumn uh, leaf season starts, well, for Tokyo it generally comes later than many other places, but for Hapuen it's usually end of November, beginning of December. That's uh, the peak, and this is actually also one of the seasonal events that we do. It is usually called Red Garden. That's when we do, uh, the guests can enjoy uh, the leaves not only during the day, but at nighttime, we do a light up of the garden. It is very beautiful. We take out uh, inside the garden, we place a bar that offers drinks for the visitors and some light snacks paired up for the drinks. So it is very lovely. That's nice. And uh, I'm showing the picture of the, I think it's the tea ceremony, the tea house. Is that right? Yes. In the garden? Yes. So that's so, one of the things that you offer as an experience. People can do tea ceremony on different levels, just sit and have a cup of tea all the way to having a full tea ceremony experience in the tea house. Is that right? Uh, yes. Right now, uh, the tea house that is shown on the photo is uh, unfortunately under reconstruction at this stage. Uh, it after all needs some maintenance because uh, all the buildings inside the garden are they have a very long history. This garden in particular is over 120 years old. Uh, so it is currently being uh, maintained, uh, but in general, yes, we offer tea ceremony experiences inside this tea house. It's called Moan. And uh, the guests uh, can either enjoy a, a longer tea ceremony that lasts about 30 minutes or when an instructor will prepare the tea right in front of them. 
uh, whisk and explain the history of the tea ceremony. Or they can just uh, come and uh, order a cup of green tea with uh, Japanese sweets and sit inside the tea house, just enjoying the tea, the atmosphere and the view of the garden. Let's talk about this beautiful, movable uh, tea house that it's one of the projects of Hapoen, which I found so fascinating, so interesting. Um, can you tell us a little bit about how this idea started? Um, so about Mujoan, I think I would like to give word to Mr. Ichikawa because I'm sure he knows most about uh, our portable tea house. Uh, like you already mentioned, uh, it, it's on almost all uh, Hapoen's pamphlets and leaflets. Uh, to the point that it became a symbol of Hapoen in a way. So, Ichikawa-san, Mujuan no koto, よろしくお願いします。はい。えっと、こちらはハッポーエンのプロダクトのムジョーアンという組み立て式の茶室になります。で、えっと、こちらはなんですけれども、えっと、福岡県のえっと大川、福岡市の大川市というところがですね、えっ
So first of all, originally, um, the craftsmen who created this tea house are from uh, Fukuoka Prefecture from uh, Okawa City. Uh, first, uh, the craftsmen who created uh, our portable tea house later, uh, they were involved into creating furniture for brides. So uh, in the past, long time ago, in Japan, there was um, such a cultural tradition that uh, whenever a bride would go to her new family, uh, she was supposed to bring a dory, and uh, that would include also all sorts of uh, furniture of the smallest scale, such as shelves, you know, and uh, all sorts of uh, small but lovely furniture items from wood that would be crafted by the craftsmen from Okawa City. But as the tradition started going extinct with time, uh, the craftsmen of Okawa City who, and woodworkers uh, started um, being left without any job to do. And Hapoen uh, reached out to them originally because we would like to preserve the traditions. And uh, since they were known for their uh, beautiful uh, furniture and uh, woodwork, uh, and uh, we wanted to encourage them to keep creating newer and newer pieces, uh, we decided that uh, we would like them to help us uh, preserve and promote a Japanese tradition of the tea ceremony. So uh, we offered them uh, this project of creating a portable uh, tea house uh, or tea room, in this case, uh, that will later be called Mujoan. So uh, the idea why it should be portable uh, what came from uh, the concept that we would like this uh, tea room and the tea ceremony uh, to be enjoyed not only by Japanese people, but by foreigners as well. So uh, we wanted to create something that would uh, pass down both uh, the art and craft of uh, Okawa City craftsmen and woodworkers that would also represent uh, Japanese traditional culture and uh, pass down the tea ceremony. So that's how this uh, tea room, uh, portable tea room Mujuan, uh, was created. And in a way, it became a symbol of Hapuen uh, thanks to uh, its elegant appearance and also thanks to the fact that uh, this tea, tea room being portable uh, was also uh, moved abroad several times. Uh, the most uh, notable time was uh, when we moved uh, Mujuan to Singapore uh, to um, just uh, deliver it for the uh, Sakura-related event in 2018 and 2019. Since the tea house is uh, portable, it can be completely disassembled uh, in a flat state and moved pretty much wherever and reassembled there at the spot. So in 2018 and 2019, uh, people who would uh, visit Singapore and the said event would be able to uh, not only enjoy the view of the tea room Mujuan, but also to go inside and have the tea ceremony experience themselves from the first hand. So yeah. wonderful. And I love the video that you have on uh, YouTube. Uh, showing the craftsmen at work, uh, taking the wood locally harvested, processing the wood, making the pieces, putting it together, making the tatami, the rush mats, making uh, wooden ornaments from also off-cut pieces from the making of the 
the tea house, and then using also offcuts from this process or from local craftsmen to make the, um, what is it? The coasters, which you offer as one of the experiences to guests to come to experience making the coasters and then making the, the tea ceremony. Um, what is it called? The cha, cha something? Chawa. Uh, Chasen is <laughs> the whisk yeah, that is used to, yeah. Which is the so, in the tea so beautiful and so difficult to make the chasen. It's just gorgeous. Um, so you can watch this whole experience on the YouTube channel. Um, I love this support of local crafts, of course. Um, a lot of these traditional trades are dying out in Japan. So it's a very important part of Japanese heritage to support the knowledge to be passed on to future generations, as well as these amazing products. It's a fantastic initiative. Thank you so much. Um, we also appreciate uh, Mujuan being um, with us because uh, the, well, of course, the craft of uh, Okawa City woodworkers is outstanding, but also the fact that it was created from scratch. And uh, especially for us, it's one of a kind piece. And even when we move it around, uh, it has to be followed by our staff uh, because they are the only ones who know how to assemble it. And yeah, as for the coasters that uh, can be seen on the photo, uh, it is a simple but uh, a very enjoyable experience that we offer to our guests pretty much at every event. So it is a simple uh, wood, wooden puzzle uh, that, is, uh, that can be assembled almost intuitively and later used as a coaster or in winter we even offer a small twist with a christmas vibe uh if you can see they um, look a little bit like snowflakes so these coasters can also be used for uh decorating christmas trees wow and the lanterns uh that are made and used in the tea house are just gorgeous they must cast a beautiful light and shadow uh, experience for people inside the tea house as well. Yes, that's why uh, in many cases when Mujuan is taken out, uh, which doesn't happen that often, but uh, we try on, for bigger events to take it out. We usually do it uh, at night after dark so that the guests can see it in all its glory. Yeah, absolutely beautiful. Um, is there anything about this Mujuan project that we haven't talked about that Maybe Ishikawa-san would like to talk about everything. Did we cover? Ishikawa-san, I think this is it for now. Yeah, for the okay, Mujuan. Yeah. Oh, it's a wonderful branding uh, part of Hapuen. And it, it seems to utilize the philosophy of Hapuen to support local made in Japan craftsmanship for high quality experience, but also an important part of Japanese traditional heritage and culture. Um, is that kind of embedded in the mission or philosophy of the company? Um, yes, so uh, our company's uh, motto is Nihon no kyakusama ni wa kokoro no furusato kaigai no kyakusama ni wa Nihon no bunka which means our mission is 
to create um, uh, the home for the heart of Japanese people, a place where they can come back uh, over and over again and feel at home, uh, which corresponds with the idea of preserving uh, traditional Japanese atmosphere and things uh, and uh, providing them for Japanese people. And uh, the second part of our mission sounds as uh, bringing the Japanese culture to the world, bringing the Japanese culture to the foreigners. Uh, which also uh, corresponds with the idea of uh, preserving the said culture and passing it to not only Japanese people, but the people from all over the world, because as everyone already knows, uh, Japan is a small country and uh, it needs uh, many more people to actually spread the knowledge uh, to help preserve the culture and the traditions. Wonderful. Um, another thing that I, I saw on your Facebook page, which I absolutely love, um, is the ikebana and the reuse of the old gnarly wood to make beautiful ikebana vases. Uh, can you talk about that a little bit? I love that idea. All right, just a second, please. I'll ask Ichikawa-san to comment. So I'm asking about uh, these photos that I found about beautiful old oh, pieces of wood. Tree. Oh. The trunk tree. Yeah, I want to hear about this project. Hi. えっと、これはですね、これもあの大川のえっと木工職人さんの技術で、えっと元々その流木っていうものがえっと基本的にはそのまあ廃棄されるものではあるんですけど、この流木っていうものを使って、あのアートですね。その池花のアートの一部にしてこうできないかっていうことで、えっと発泡園の正面ロビーではそのまあサステナブルじゃないですけど循環的なものとしてこの大きな
so uh, when it comes to this ikebana piece, uh, it is always play, almost always placed in uh, Hapuen's uh, uh, main lobby on the at the entrance. And uh, the ikebana displays uh, the flowers in a change seasonally. As for the wood itself, uh, it was uh, found by Okala City craftsmen. So it's a piece of driftwood uh, of persimmon tree that was originally uh, was supposed to be disposed of because normally uh, there is no need for such a thing. Uh, it cannot be used for furniture or anything. Uh, but uh, we at Hapuen and the craftsmen of Okawa City uh, decided to create uh, from this piece of driftwood uh, a central piece uh, for Ikebana display. And it has been used for many, many years at Hapuen, um, also as a sort of symbol. And uh, not only that centerpiece, so of course the uh, flowers change with, uh, I would say, monthly almost, depending on each month in Japan, there is this uh, very specific understanding of what flowers go with each season. But no matter what flowers or, uh, you know, uh, ingredients are used for the Ikebana, uh, this driftwood is always the base because it can be used in, uh, because of its um, uh, very interesting shape, uh, peculiar shape, it can be used in many ways uh, for many displays. But not only this uh, piece of driftwood or uh, the Mujuan tea house that we mentioned before, uh, all Hapuan's um, famous uh, furniture that we use. We also have a red bar that we use for our events uh, that is lit up and high tables that come with it as a set. You can see it in uh, as a, a display inside of uh, the garden in some of the pamphlets. So all of uh, Hapuen's main furniture is created by craftsmen of uh, Okawa City. That's wonderful. Yeah, there's so many beautiful images of woodworking. Um, the kumiko is mentioned many times. Is the kumiko the design um, used in the coasters and in the, the lampshades in the tea house? Is that right? Yes, so the kumiko are actually those like puzzle, wooden puzzle, like uh, frame things. Uh, this is the, yeah, this is the sh uh, name of uh, general design that um, means that most of these uh, pieces, including the like, coasters and lanterns, they are originally uh, just put together as a puzzle without uh, using any glue or any fixing. So they just stay together uh, as one shape just because of the way they were crafted because of how the wood was carved. I love that idea. And that's something that uh, traditional Japanese carpenters who have been on the series talk about the beauty of Japanese building design or temple design and fitting in the pieces perfectly together without the need for nails or hinges. And so it's so nice to see other craftsmanship using this similar technique of just fitting things together. I love that idea, it's gorgeous. So we also enjoy this uh, woodwork very, very much indeed. Yeah, and of course that idea of taking driftwood, taking something which would be considered garbage, but upcycling it, making use of it in such a beautiful, creative way is fantastic. Really, really very sustainable. That's what we want to aim for. 
Uh, we have a great comment from Louise Poppy, who's in New Zealand. She's a travel agent and a tour guide. And she says she's been to Hapoen many times and they have 500 year old bonsai. Wonderful, Louise. Yeah, 500 years. Amazing. Yeah. So there, uh, we actually have two of them, uh, but they are both pine trees. Uh, but uh, yeah, the most um, famous of them is called Shinpaku. Uh, it is uh, an iconic, so to say, bonsai uh, in our collection that uh, you can easily find it uh, by its white trunk. So it's a 500 and, well, currently, if I'm not mistaken, it's 525-year-old bonsai tree. Uh, part of its trunk uh, is almost bone white in color because of how old it is, and it's uh, already partially dead. But uh, it corresponds with uh, Japanese aesthetics of beauty that, uh, you know, parts of the tree are alive and uh, parts are not. And in altogether, it creates a really interesting and curious effect. Yeah. I noticed that in the garden pictures that um, some of the old trees are very gnarled and misshapen, but that's part of the beauty. You must have wonderful landscapers who are working on the gardens every day. Yes, actually for our bonsai tree collection, we have over 30 trees in our collection. And... Uh, we have our just uh, regular gardeners team that takes care of the garden itself. But for bonsai, there are special people who come uh, several times a month to take care of bonsai specifically because it's a very delicate art and not anyone, not any, not even any gardener can take care of them. Wow, that's amazing. And another part of traditional Japanese culture, which you're helping to preserve and perpetuate for future generations. I'd like to talk a little bit about some of the modern events uh, besides weddings we mentioned. Um, you're also, of course, coronavirus time is such a difficult time for facilities like yours to keep going. But it looks like you've tried to incorporate innovation, collaborate with uh, companies, for example, here, uh, collaborating with SoftBank, using robots to deliver some drinks. Uh, some of your events, you've created hybrid events where some people are there socially distanced while other people are online. Can you talk a little bit about the innovation you've transitioned to during coronavirus time? Of course. So uh, from myself, I would like to just uh, comment that uh, Hapoen also uh, went a long way uh, during 2020 when the pandemic began to adjust and adapt to the new environment. And for example, even the robots that uh, you can see on the photo, the robot servers uh, have been added um, to our events uh, relatively recently. Uh, because even though uh, the idea, I think, itself might not be that new, but it uh, took quite some time for us to even, and for the, our customers and guests as well, to adjust to the idea that um, in this time and age uh, with the pandemic situation in the world, uh, we need to keep social distancing and uh, it is better if uh, some you know, traditional aspects of events, such as even serving staff, are substituted by the robots. 
As for the hybrid events, they are also a natural consequence of uh, the necessity to adapt to what is called new normal in the world. And I would like to once again uh, pass the word to Ichikawa-san, who has been uh, working uh, in relations with hybrid events recently. So, Ichikawa-san, hybrid event no koto o skoshi oshite wetekemasen ka? Hai, eto, hapoen dewa, ano, kore made, ma, コロナになる前というのは、あの、たくさんのインバウンドの応援席とかも受けたまっておりました。それこそ大きなお部屋に、例えば600人、700人の方々のリッシュパーティーっていうのも当たり前のように行っていたんですが、このコロナの影響を受
Um, so uh, the main point is that before the uh, COVID pandemic hit, uh, actually at Hapoen, even uh, 600, 700 um, people events were not a rare thing. Uh, we would hold such uh, big standing events uh, for larger groups and there would be no problem. But of course, with the beginning of the uh, COVID, uh, such events became impossible and we had to come up with a solution to allow people still uh, communicate, keep the connections and uh, enjoy uh, the contents that uh, we would like to present to them during the events. And uh, for that, uh, we uh, started thinking what could be done and decided to come up with the concept of hybrid events where hybrid would stand for um, uniting online environments and the re offline or uh, real-time event venues with limited amount of participants. So uh, when it comes to the online part of the hybrid events, we would, for example, uh, offer the participants um, online broadcasts of talk shows or lectures from the speakers and uh, even uh, communication uh, on real-time basis uh, with the speakers themselves. Uh, for example, uh, the speakers could be outside of Japan and even um, or outside of Tokyo, and still uh, the guests through online tools uh, would be able to enjoy the information and communicate with the speakers. And as for the uh, real-time um, or offline part of the hybrid events, uh, we would of course offer the venues, but already with the uh, rules that would answer the principles of uh, social distancing, uh, but in an so to say, uh, unintrusive ways. So instead of just, you know, putting partitions between the people and telling them to not come close to each other, uh, we just started, uh, for example, using uh, bigger rooms for smaller amounts of people or uh, when during uh, sitting events or even uh, events that would involve uh, food or tastings, uh, we would uh, use bigger tables and place the guests in a way that they would not sit uh, exactly opposite from each other and uh, we even created a special uh, layouts uh, for the hybrid types of events where the guests uh, could sit in different uh, sorts of areas that would be separated by functionality for example uh, there would be areas where there are just uh, sitting places, there would be areas where the guests for business conferences, for example, uh, can also come and uh, bring their laptops and participate in the events uh, while working on the computers. And um, of course, uh, the robotics part of the, the innovative part of the events uh, was added um, so that the guests wouldn't have to, for example, during the events when there is some buffet or serving of the food, so that the guests wouldn't have to crowd together in front of one table and wouldn't even have to maybe move at all from their seats because uh, the food and the drinks would be delivered to them individually by uh, the robots. And uh, that's uh, Hapoen's current uh, innovative uh, look of uh, the modern shape of events after the COVID, the hybrid events. 
Oh, really interesting. And there's a fantastic uh, video, which I'm showing uh, clips from here, a woman in an absolutely gorgeous kimono showing you how to wash your hands, uh, sumo wrestlers showing how to keep a distance. You had some ninjas in the video. It's a really high production value uh, just to show how to behave during COVID. It's very entertaining. How did that uh, production happen? Because you said they were professional ninjas and professional geisha who were in the video. It's amazing. Um, thank you. So actually, uh, we had a request of some sort to create um, a social distancing and, uh, you know, hygiene-related uh, video, uh, a very short one, that would introduce all the new roles that might be a little bit uh, intimidating uh, to uh, the guests uh, and participants of the Olympics and Paralympic Games. So originally the video was supposed to introduce to them the new roles of, you know, uh, washing hands and... Uh, you know, trying food in a fun and creative way. And we thought about how about, you know, the rules are very new, the situation is uh, very new, but how about we combine traditional uh, Japanese culture and uh, create a situation where all these new rules are introduced by the symbols of Japan, such as sumo wrestlers, uh, ninja, and... Uh, the beautiful uh, person in kimono that you see on the photo called Oiran are the higher class geisha that we invited from Osakusa. So that's what they actually do. For example, uh, before the also before the um, COVID pandemic, uh, for example, the geishas, uh, they would have a lot of performances and a lot of work to do. It was actually a lot of trouble to even getting them to come to Hapoen. Uh, but recently, because of the all the recent events, uh, a lot of uh, geisha of different class, no matter if they're uh, experienced high level or uh, just uh, newcomers, they don't have much work to do. So we started inviting them for projects such as this one and uh, just trying to also help them uh, stay afloat and uh, pass down the culture and also help them uh, preserve their activities. So they were also very eager to help. That's wonderful. Yeah, it's something that um, I think a lot of people don't realize is, it, of course, we know that restaurants were struggling, event spaces were struggling, any attraction um, that usually has a lot of visitors was struggling, but all of the related businesses, of course, are also struggling. So geisha and all the maiko and every, every part of that traditional culture depends on people going out drinking or going out eating. So of course, they have a lot of loss of business. People who make sake, people who make uh, shochu or beer are also really struggling because people aren't going out drinking as much. So uh, what you're doing to preserve and perpetuate Japanese culture and tradition, even during this slowdown, is really important. And I appreciate all the work you guys are doing. Fantastic. Thank you very much. Thank you. 
Um, I'd also like to talk a little bit about supporting local businesses because uh, we mentioned before we went live how uh, you're trying to promote, for example, Fukushima peaches or uh, dairy farmers in Izu Peninsula. You're choosing uh, made in Japan brands and trying to promote them from your facility as well. Um, can you talk about that a little bit? Yes, so actually the concept of supporting uh, local producers and local farmers uh, didn't start just recently. It has been uh, one of uh, our concepts and our models for quite a long time, even in our restaurants. Uh, one of them called Thrash Cafe, uh, its uh, concept is farm to table, which means that uh, uh, we concentrate on like all the food that is made in that cafe and served is made from uh, freshest Japanese ingredients uh, that are harvested by local Japanese farmers and produced in Japan. So with Japanese farmers from uh, different uh, prefectures, we have been having uh, quite a long connection. But recently, uh, once again, uh, under the influence of the pandemic, everyone has been struggling. And uh, from last year, we started organizing, uh, we opened our um, new pop-up facility also in the Shirokanadai area called uh, Musubu. And we started using that facility uh, to create events that would promote specifically uh, local uh, producers and farmers' products. Uh, this can be fruits, uh, vegetables, wine, uh, sake, and uh, also uh, that would be kind of an extension of Hapuen's previous activities because all Hapuen's uh, food and original products, such as even our bread, because we have our own bakery and chocolates, they're all created with the support uh, and help of the local producers. And uh, about the uh, recent events that we've been having for such food production, uh, for example, Fukushima Peach or uh, Izu Island's uh, Oshima milk products, I would like to give the word to Ichikawa-san uh, so that he could make a comment. はい。えっと、ハッポエンではそのベーカリーであったりとか、え、チョコレートのブランドなどがあるんですけれど、このベーカリーのブランドは2015年から始まっておりまして、えっと、ハッポエンにはパン職人の青木というえ、職人がいる
青木にしてそれをちょっとぜひ取り寄せてみようというところから、えー、とストーリーが始まっていますで、えー、と実際にそれを取り寄せてパンを焼いてみたら本当に青木が求めていたクロワッサンが焼き上がる焼き上がることができたんですねというのはすごくあの大島のバターとか牛乳っていうのは自然環境にすごく恵まれたところで酪農業が営まれているのでとってもこうあっさりとした、えー、と牛乳やバターの味わいなんですねバターも見た目をでもすごく分かりやすいんですけど普通バターってちょっとこう黄色みがかっていると思うんですけど大島のバターは白いんですね本当にこうあっさりとしている美味しいバターを使わせていただいて、えー、焼き上げることができてでこの伊豆大島のバターを使って今後も自分はパンを作り続けたいというふうに思って実際に伊豆大島に青木が直接その大島牛乳さんのところにご挨拶に行かせていただいたんですねで、まあ、これこれこういう事情上で、あのー、僕はあの大島牛乳さんのバターを使って、あのー、食べあのパンを作りたいんですというふうに直接申し出てでもいや当該にはね出してないんですよっていうふうなお話をあの最初は言われてしまったんですけどでもどうしてもどうしてもこれを使っていろんな人にこう伝えていきたいんですというふうなその熱意を買っていただいてじゃあ八方園ならその大島バターをおろしてあげようっていうところで、えー、大島の,、えー、その牛乳工場さんですね大島牛乳さんに許可をいただいてでえっ、ー、と八方園のブルーツリーという、えー、ベーカリーブランドでは大島の牛乳やバターを使わせていただいておりましてで実はこの大島牛乳さんっていうのがあのー2007年に一度倒産してしまってるんですね倒産してしまっていてでも島の有志の方々が集まって、えー、と復活して、えー、今は牛乳をたった5人で、えー、と作っていらっしゃる会,会社さんなんですねでもとそうなるとやっぱりこういつ何時またその倒産の危機が訪れるかわからないっていう状況にはあるんですけど八方園がその伊豆大島の牛乳,さんあ牛乳を積極的にこう使わせていただいて、えー、ブルーツリーというそのブランドのパンをたくさんの方々に食べていただくことによって、まあ、その大島牛乳の、えー、少しでもこう貢献というか、えー、売り上げにつながるように、えー、ブルーツリーでは大島牛乳の素材を使わせていただいております。まあ、これも先ほどの大川の木工職人と同じように伊豆大島の酪農業がずっとこう、えー、続いていくように、まあ、そういうふうに一緒にこう、えー、伴走しながら、えー、伊豆大島の牛乳を八方園を使わせていただいてで、えー、と伊豆大島の方々にとっては八方園がたくさんそのパンを作っていろんなお客様に広めてくれるからこそ、えー、と大島の牛乳を作り続けられることができる。まあ、お互いにえー、こういう関係性を大事にしながら作らせていただいているパンが、えー、ブルーツリーというベーカリーブランドになります。Thank you so much. There was a lot of detail there. Anastasia, we're running a little short on time.、Um, could you do just the key points, maybe? Of course.、Um, so、uh, recently we've been having、um, an event、uh, and a lot of campaigns that would、uh, promote. Uh, Oshima,、uh, that is, it is a place that is located on Izu Island, Oshima Dairy Products.、Uh, so, the reason why we decided to do this event, and、uh, we have been promoting、uh, butter, milk, and、uh, even ice cream created、uh, based on their products. The reason why we decided、uh, to keep 
uh, to start this event is because we also have very long story of connection with uh, Oshima um, Dairy Product Farm. Uh, so originally, our uh, bakeries, uh, Blue Tree Bakeries chef, uh, started using their butter, which has a very special quality. You know, usual butter has a little bit of yellowness because of uh, unique conditions of uh, Oshima and Izu Island. The nature is uh, so outstanding that even the butter that is produced there is uh, almost pure white. Uh, and uh, what makes it even more special is uh, until Hapuen uh, established a connection uh, with that farm, uh, the Oshima dairy products would only be used on that particular island. They would not export it anywhere else. But uh, we made an agreement with them and started using their butter to make uh, to bake our bread. But recently, uh, um, due to uh, a chain of tragic events and the influence of pandemic, unfortunately, Oshima milk uh, companies uh, went bankrupt. And uh, right now, well, because it had a pretty long history, um, the island people gathered and decided to somehow revive uh, the production of the dairy products because they were so important for the locals as well, uh, citizens as well. But currently, the company has been renewed, but it's only run by five people. So they really needed a lot of support and help because, of course, there is financial struggle happening there and the production itself costs a lot. So Hapuen decided to uh, help and support them as much as possible uh, because of our long history of relationship and because our uh, signature bread also became so popular thanks to their products. So now, uh, recently, we have been holding a promotion event for the Oshima uh, milk uh, dairy products, where we are selling bread made with milk and butter. And also, we um, offer our customers to try the delicious Oshima ice cream that is made with their milk as well. That's fantastic. And that is such an important part of sustainability as well, is supporting local people and supporting local craftspeople, but also any industry in the rural area is so important for the local economy. So that's a very important part of sustainability as well. There's so many wonderful things I would love to continue talking about. I think we could, we've just kind of touched the outer edge of all the wonderful things that Hapoen is doing. So I'm afraid we have to leave it there for now. But thank you both so much for joining today and for sharing so many wonderful insights about the wonderful facility Hapoen, the wonderful gardens, and the support of local craftspeople and local products. And I really appreciate all the work you're doing and I hope to visit myself someday. Thank you very much. Thank you so much for giving us this opportunity today. And we will be happy to welcome you at any time and even give you a tour. So we're really looking forward to talking to you again. And thank you so much for letting us participate in this conversation today. Oh, thank you so much. And Takaichi Kawa-san, arigatou gozaimasu. Arigatou gozaimasu. Thank you so much for your detailed explanations and for the passion and philosophy for supporting local people, local trades, and local products, which is so important for all of our future in Japan and everywhere. So thank you so much. 
Thank you everybody for joining today. Thank you for your wonderful questions and comments. It's so nice that some of the people joining us today had actually been to Hapoen. How special is that? Yeah, thank you very much everyone for listening to this conversation today and we are very happy to know those of you who have been to Hapoen before. Thank you so much and we're looking forward to seeing you again. Those who have never been to Hapoen, we hope the opportunity arises soon and we'll be looking forward to meeting you. Wonderful. Thank you so much. Thank you, everyone. Have a wonderful evening. See you next time. Thank you, Anastasia. Thank, Thank you, you. Chikawa-san. Arigato. Bye. Thank you. Bye.